Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Um, it's after six o'clock. Our, our, our third guest is uh, yet to appear. Um, he said he might be a little late because he actually has a job and shit. So... Oh. I'm going to just talk a little slower than I normally do on my intro, which means I probably won't fuck it up. So before we begin, guess what? We are live on Podbean as well as YouTube. All you need to do to play along with our live shenanigans is download the free Podbean app. And you can not only listen live, but actually call into the show. Whoa, you're welcome. Uh, yeah, and you, you can also participate via our YouTube channel in the chat. We are live every Monday at 6 o'clock Pacific, right here, right here. Now let's make sure to mention that the show is constantly, constantly, consistently is a better word, supported by our friends at Gooder Sunglasses. If you've been paying attention, you know that Gooder is constantly, there's the constantly, I should have used it, I fucked it up, changing and adding styles to go with just about any situation, holiday or mood, not to mention but I will. They cost a maximum of $35 a pair. What? Yes, they cost a maximum of $35 a pair. Go to Gooder.com. You know what? Fuck it. Tell them Pack Filler sent you. Also, a big thanks to the one and only Giant Bicycles. A bike for every terrain, a bike for every speed, a bike for every surface. But we're not sure if they have any bikes. Check out all <laughs> their offerings <laughs> at your local bike shop. That's right. Go to your local Giant dealer. Support the LBS Ride Life Ride Giant. So, fuck it. Let's do this, shall we? Keep the theme low so we don't drown out Jackson. Yeah. There, we'll keep it really low. We got word that... Uh, Nightwing's been drowned out um, just because he's on Zoom. And we were saying before we went on the air that in some cases, Zoom has a tendency to just be like, okay, that's I'm fine. I'll, I'll, I'll just stay back here. I won't. I won't. <laughs> no, it's okay. And uh, and we understand that. So um, we're, we're going to see what we can do here, you guys. Uh, it is Monday. It is 6 o'clock. The beverages are poured and our cameras are working. No random crowd pictures here, unlike the Giro stage. I've got a lot of Giro stage jokes today. Um, welcome to another episode of the Pack Filler. I am Pat Bulger. With me are tonight's panel of experts on all things related on two wheels. It, let's just say if they were Italians at today's Giro stage, who would they be? 
Number one, he'd be the guy who only pulls his mask up when he notices the cameras on him. Paul Maine. <laughs> oh, Hello. Man. Actually, you know, that's not correct. Paul would be the guy who actually got in his rental car, drove up to the top of the pass, and watched it and probably streamed it live in person. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's, that's yep. better. That's yep. better, isn't it? Yeah. Uh, next, he'd be the guy who doesn't smile for the camera because he's obviously freezing his ass off and is depressed that he can't see the race footage. That's Jackson Bolzer. How are you, man? Good. Thank you very much. Oh, I heard him better on that one. Yeah, yeah. That sounded yeah. better. That sounded better. Third, he's not here, so I can say something about him, and he's supposed to be here shortly. He hasn't been here in a while. He might have gotten lost. He might have gotten directions from Jack. He's the guy who's maskless and obviously hammered from his previous six Peronis and a full bottle of grappa. <laughs> so uh, he's not here yet, but we're going to welcome to the show Bike Fit Sam, Sam Waples. So uh, we'll, we'll drink to the yeah, yeah. empty microphone where Sam's supposed to be sitting. It looks quite lonely. It does. Me, I'm the guy in the Borat G-string. You're welcome. Oh. I'm Pat oh. Bolger. Yeah. He just finished uh, fitting. Oh, he just... Sam just texted me on my on my um, Dick Tracy watch that he just finished fitting Keith uh, an Arrive oh, uh, yeah, rider yeah. who bought a oh, brand new, new Pinarello Dogma. Yeah, um, ten minutes out. Should I still come? I don't want to interrupt. Well, um, uh, what's their comments on the Apple Watch? Are thank you? Yes, please. It's okay. No, best of luck. I am sorry. Or hello. Which which should I choose? <laughs> what do you guys think? Hello. Yes, please. Yes, please. Oh, hello. <laughs> Should I still come? Yes, please. I said, yes, please. <laughs> it sounds like something my parents would say. Yeah, he can interrupt, and we're going to bust his balls when he's mm-hmm. getting here. Um, before we like to begin, before we begin, I'd like to take this opportunity to, uh, well, to personally apologize to Mr. Simon Yates. Um, if you watch the Giro stage today, I did the same thing. You so noticed that both I picked him, the- but I think I'm the curse. No. And I, I picked him, and, and he sucked donkey balls today. It was it was ugly. Um, does anybody have any idea or how many, or in my case, few points they have in the zero competition? I don't have the stage have updates in front of us. Paul, you have 11? Mm-hmm. Jackson, do you know how many points you have? 21. Oh, shit. <laughs> I have three. This is how bad mine is. I, I scratched my my only pick. I was for sure was going to be Bernal, but everybody yeah. picked it, so I scratched. So it. did I. So I I gambled. We're people for others, Paul. I, I picked I picked George Bennett. Oh fuck! Mm-hmm. He finished with his new set on today. who crashed out. Yeah, yeah I know. Uh, and then my my kind of like opportunist uh, yeah, was Rimko. Oh shit! <laughs> <laughs> and then my sprinter, Caleb Ewan. Caleb Ewan is gone. That's where I got ten points for. You got ten yeah. points. Yeah, and I got one for <sighs> one for um, oh George Bennett that he didn't have a point until he got in that little scrap yeah. on that one stage and he was cut off in the sprint. But he got a he got third. complimentary yeah. third place because yep. of the, it's the little one, fight. One point. Fuck. Uh, Jackson, you picked Bernal. You picked Yates, right? No, you picked uh, Vlasov. I did pick Vlasov. Yeah. Wah, wah, wah. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. He went Vlasov down. Didn't have had a rough day today. But everybody had a rough day today. And your sprinter was Sagan, which yep. means you missed your consistency. Yep. Your, this is how to get 23 points yeah. in, the, in the Giro coverage. 
And he's had a couple of thirds, right? Is that about yeah, it? Yeah, he's had two thirds and a first. Yeah. Who was your... And, op- Go ahead. Oh, and I was going to say, and as it seems, it, um, uh, I think he's like the only sprinter left with, besides Gavaria. So. Yeah. Yeah, he's ahead by... Oh, I, did I print it out? I think I don't think I printed it out, how, how it was looking. But anyway, we'll get more into the Giro as we go. I... I think it's common knowledge who I picked, and if I did, their careers are coming to a screeching halt. <laughs> um, and I'm sorry to everyone. I thought Elia Viviani, Viviani would would maybe find something to muster, but I, I that he's my only points. I've gotten a couple three third point third places, and that's about it. So, yeah, I, my my life sucks. Um, so anyway, um. We can land a man on the moon. We can cure a pandemic. We can even uh, talk to somebody through our watch, like I just did. Um, but can somebody please tell me why we apparently can't get coverage of a bike race when the weather is icky? Well, I heard that it was through 4G service because yeah. they couldn't let the planes or the helicopters go. The weather. And uh, I think it's Rob Hatch. Is that his name? Yeah. The yeah. Yep. yeah, he was saying today that because of that, the coverage was so poor. Uh mm. And obviously the weather. There was a guy at the summit. Did you see the story of the guy at the summit? There was a, just a random dude at the summit streaming from his phone. Hmm. His phone. Yeah. And 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 more people and people were able to log in and watch that. <laughs> While Eurosport. Yeah. I mean, this isn't the CW. This is Eurosport. Are able to get cover? Weren't able to get cover? Yeah, because it comes through um, RCS. That's the, yeah. the controls. Yeah. All the cameras, and so one thing I did find out this morning, I stumbled across it. What did you know? Uh, NBC Gold is also carrying the Giro. Really? Yeah. So wow. this is what I do because my two favorite commentators are Daniel Lloyd yeah. and Matt Stevens. So Matt Stevens is oh, no. on the NBC Gold. So once Lloyd leaves and Rob Hatch takes over, I switch over <laughs> to listen to Matt, <laughs> who you interviewed. Yeah, I yes, did. Thank yeah. you for yeah. you. Yeah. Where's yeah. my bell ching, ching. sound? Oh God, I'm so bad. I'm so slow on the on the sound effects. It's almost mm-hmm. like I shouldn't even bother anymore. I'm just terrible. I just suck. I've got three laptops in front of me and a soundboard and all this stuff. And it's Jax like you need is your just, son here. Jax is just sitting there with a pretty blue scratched bike behind yeah. his head. <laughs> <laughs> and, and at some point in time, his his significant other is going to come on screen and turn on the oven. We'll see that happening. Yeah, and we'll see that happening. Papa Murphy's. (laughs) (laughs) No, yeah, okay. Before we get into the into the Giro, guys. uh, Oh, this is a whole thing I have for Sam. But how's the riding week been going, guys? Let's let's do our normal check in and see how everybody's riding week went. Uh, Jackson, you want to go first and and tell? Are you looking at your training program right now, or? No, I was just looking around. Oh, Um, yeah. No, I've been. Things been good. I was able, uh, besides having my second shot last week, uh, which yeah. did not really hinder too many things, which is really nice. Um, I rode three times last week, twice by myself, once with my girlfriend, which was really good. So uh-huh. with having the shot, I will, uh, I'll take that for my first week back here. No kidding. That's not bad. Yeah. I, I'm still in the mentality of old days where i used to be thinking that i had to train for something super 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 hardcore and if i i I, i'm still in my brain thinking that if you don't get a five-day ride week it's not a good enough week and i i have to come to conclusion that that's not going to happen very often anymore 
That's why they have Masters Racing. Because everybody oh, else is in the same boat. No, no, no fucking way. I guarantee you, there are masters out there getting five days. Oh, there leads. is. Yeah, but you know, the most of us are. In, Their marriages like, are yeah. probably failing too. Though, exactly. So, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay, Paul, how was your ride week? It, it, pretty horrible, but you know, <laughs> had my son's grandson's uh, sixth birthday on Saturday, and I was help bringing tables over and doing odd odd pieces like that, and so then the party went off and. At one o'clock and didn't leave there until about six. It was. Yeah. No alcohol. No. What? <laughs> yeah. So uh, you can imagine I was just extremely bored. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I started the inner curmudgeon was really getting telling kids, yeah. quit bouncing so high. Like you know, you're gonna uh, fall. Yeah. I gotta return. Get that, that sucker out of your mouth when you're running. Grandpa's yeah, got a deposit on that. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> so then uh, I promised the uh, spousal unit that uh, I would move a couple of bushes and shrubs in the morning, and it took a lot longer than I thought. So I thought, I'm going to get on the bike, and I did uh, about an hour, I think it was a little over an hour of intervals oh. in seven miles. Oh, so fast yeah. stuff. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Let me think. I rode the race on Wednesday. Um, I, 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 there are a couple things I need to comment on. Number one, I rode the race on Wednesday and my whoop strap died on me and I was without it for until late Friday. And I have to say, I become addicted to this thing that I was actually getting uncomfortable with the fact that I wasn't able to check my, my race data and all this kind of stuff. And this should be a topic for a show itself because I was so obsessed with it that I was between this and Strava, I was, I was like, uh, uh, I, I need to be training and I need to be seeing this information and I need, to, you know, I, uh, not like I need to post it, not like I need that type of a, you know, mental pat on the back, but, uh, but I was freaking out over it and I've become dependent upon these devices to measure my rides and things like that, even though it was on my, my on my computer, my bike computer. And things like that, but it wasn't uploading to Strava and all this kind of stuff. And I started to get angry with it. And then I, at one point, um, I, later on in my story, my wife and I went to Winthrop, Washington this weekend, testing out our new RV, our new puker, I call it. Um, <laughs> and uh, I, it dawned on me, I was like, holy shit. I remember the days. I remember the days. Hey, you boys. Yeah, I remember the days when you would just rely upon your Avocet computer at the most. That was your data. That was your information. Time, speed, and miles. And that was it. You went home after your ride, and that was it. Maybe you wrote it down in your journal or something like that, and that was it. And I went, fuck, dude, just relax. I, I couldn't. I become dependent upon these things. Is that a bad thing? It depends on who you ask. Yeah, Jackson's nodding his head back and forth. I don't. No. Well, we are video, but yeah. Mm-hmm. No, you don't think so, Jay? That I've become dependent upon these devices? Guess who's here? No, I don't think so. Yeah. yeah, I don't I don't think it's bad. Um, just because I think that these metrics are like really great training tools. Um like I, I train with heart rate. Um, I know a lot of people train with power and everything. So I think that those type of things are, are really good, especially with the whoop strap. It's whoop. great to know how recovered you've been Yeah. Uh, as well. So you know when you're primed for a specific thing. I think living and dying by those numbers is a whole other conversation. But I think that, yeah, I, yeah. I, I don't think it's bad to, to 
depend on them, not need them, though. Sam just walked in, and he couldn't hear Jackson. Sam, are you addicted to your uh, your power meter or whoop strap or heart rate or anything like that when you train? Heart rate more than anything. Really? Yeah. Really? Not really my power meter. I didn't have it for years. Mine died this weekend, and I was freaking out. That is devastating. I lost my shit, man. Yeah, I was when, just like, if it doesn't I, go to Strava, it doesn't happen. And I think that's bullshit to say that. But you believe yeah, it because you. it sets you up. It did. His beard just fell over. His beard just fell over. And I'm my, scared that my... there's a steel reserve can yeah. in there. <laughs> He's pulling it out. Hey, everybody. Uh, hey, everybody. Welcome to the show. Back from a, a little hiatus. The one and only Bike Fit Sam Waples. How are you, man? I'm doing well. Good to be here. <laughs> Jackson's online with us, too. Say hi, Perfect. Jackson. Hey, Jackson. Hello. That's your mic. Pull it down towards you. Stuff like that. Um, I, we were just catching up on on who did what for riding this week. And I was going to share the fact that I did go to Winthrop, Washington camping. It was cool. We got to try out the new RV. But that's a whole different story that has nothing to do with cycling. But this story has to do with the fact that on Saturday, I went. I had this ride downloaded from Ride with GPS. And it was an 80-miler, 10,000 feet of climbing. I'm like, I'm going to kick my ass. And I left the campground, and I had to ride about eight miles to the start of the loop. And I'm like, whoa, this is going to be even better. And then I started climbing. And I did that for three and a half hours straight. <laughs> That's how you got your 10,000 feet of hours. climbing. I didn't get 10,000. <laughs> I got, got um, 5,000 feet of climbing, and I ran into so much snow that the, that the trail, the dirt road I was on, I was on my gravel bike, was covered with snow. And I, I had, at one point I had to walk a little bit, and then I looked at my watch and I went, I told my wife I'd be back in like four and a half hours, and it was three hours and 40 minutes already. And I went, I just got to turn around and go down. And, uh, and so I, I ascended for 5,000 feet, and then I turned around and descended for 5,000 feet, all on horrible, horrible washboards. And I'm holding my wrist intentionally because Jackson knows that I have a tendency to overinflate my tires. Yeah. Fuck. It hurts <laughs> so bad. A couple times I just stopped. I would just stop on the side of this road in the middle of nowhere and just go. <laughs> Did you dip them in the snow? I should have, yeah. but I was past the snow level oh. at that point in time. So yeah. it was just, oh, I, I, it was such a woe is me moment. And then I got down to the actual paved roads and um, horrible, horrible headwind and rain started. And I was just going, this this is just God. He's, he's not upset. With, he, he's Maybe he's upset with me. Maybe I did something wrong. You know, maybe I shouldn't keep have jinxing riders. That's I do. Why. It's That's my curse. Why. I fuck so, riders' careers, and so, so this, this is, is the riders going. I hope that <laughs> asshole has a really bad ride. They have a, a pat doll. What are yes. they doing? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they're all listeners, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. So, hey, Sam, man, welcome back. How are you, man? I'm doing great. I'm uh, totally whooped today because let's did get that a, a little closer to you. Yeah, yeah, you can pull it, force it. Or, or you can move towards it. Yeah, sweet. There we go. <laughs> so yesterday I had just one heck of a ride with a um, guy who's actually doing this event with me. and um, Oh, we're going to get into the event. Yeah. And he is just an absolute animal. And so <laughs> uh, he just 
knew I was on the ropes from like a hard day Saturday. I did 90 something miles Fuck. on the road bike. And then my wife, when I get home, was like, we never ride together anymore. <laughs> and I was like, oh, okay. Oh, no. So load up the mountain bikes, go do a few laps at Beacon. Uh, so I was properly shelled oh, after shit. yet another night of too much alcohol on Saturday. So <laughs> Sunday, he just raked me through the coals and he knew I was dying. And we averaged like 20, just over 20 miles an hour for an 80 mile ride. And oh, I don't man. remember a lot of the ride. I remember hurting. Oh my God. And so I'm recovering today. So with, why do you never get to the point at 20 miles an hour? Where you just go, no, I did. Okay. Do you just stopped and got dropped? Pin? No, no. You just, I don't know. I mean, he keeps like looking back and I'm t- like, this friend is just a sick motherfucker. He uh, just looks back and he goes, you good? Yep. And you're just holding just on. staring I'm, at his I cogs. Was, I'm not even going to pretend that I was up front. <laughs> I was holding on for deal. We we're going around Newman Hauser. You know, like, oh, yeah. Yeah. Jackson, we know that one. Yep. Uh, oh, yeah. And he was averaging like, yeah, 26, 27 around the whole thing. We top 10 it. Oh, he top ten did. Sorry, that was no. You were yeah. there. <laughs> you were there. I was along for the ride. Yeah. <laughs> Holy <laughs> shit! So tell me about this challenge you've set up for yourself. Yeah. So back in 2013, I uh, went with this friend who I was riding with this weekend, and there was a group of riders who had done this 220 mile loop up in Bellingham, Washington. So I was like, well, pff, we could do that faster, and. <laughs> So it involves going up Mount Baker. We Fuck. averaged like 19.5 for this 220-mile ride. And once again, shouldn't use the word we because he did probably 70% of that ride at the very minimum. Um, <laughs> and I think I was just there for inspiration. Sure. Because Like I do with Paul. Yes. I understand. <laughs> yeah. I'm there. There was yeah. a dark moment going up Baker, and he's like, uh-oh, we've overdone it. And you know, he looks back at me, and I'm just, soul has left my body. And he is like... Sam, we might need to turn back. I was like, if we just keep taking pulls, we'll get there eventually. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, my like, God. Okay. <laughs> so at that point, we did it. And, and we get home totally exhausted. And I just look at him, and I'm like, what if we just did Bellingham to Spokane? Because like at that point, I mean, it's only another 130 miles. <laughs> 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 Holy shit. What's the total distance? It's 350, like five or something like that. Oh, my God. Yeah. So in less than a month, on June 17th, we are, uh, there's seven of us now. There was eight. Embarking on a trip from Bellingham at midnight to Spokane at midnight the next day. That's the objective. That's the objective. Um, you praying for west westerly winds? Yes. Yeah. We've yeah. been doing our nightly prayers. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and no rain because yeah. rain in was, the past in yeah. June would be a layer of hell that I don't want to. What see. kind of climbing elevation for people who don't live in Washington are you estimating, or it, do you know? It's eighteen thousand to twenty thousand is the last like map that we did. <laughs> 
I'm just pausing because it's like, for, okay, Jackson and I are doing Belgian waffle. It's 135 miles. It's 10,000 feet of climbing. We're paying entry fee. It's an award. You get, you know, it's it's a it's a challenge you get at the end. Maybe a little notoriety, you know, all that kind of stuff. You know, we get beer and stuff like that. It's a it's a trip. Yada yada. Hey hey hey. You're just fucking doing this. There's no entry fee. There's no nobody's watching. This could just happen in the dark of the night. You could die alone. Yes. Is basically what I'm saying. <laughs> I can. You know what I've thought about recently? I can lose a lot of friends in one day. <laughs> <laughs> These are all like my best friends from riding, right? Like closest teammates. And I'm I'm the one that signed us up for this. You ever see Deliverance? With, um. Yes. Okay. Just I'm, I'll just I'm trying stop to there. think of. It yeah. might be off. Off. I'm not, I might have just dated the yeah. shit out of myself, Paul. <laughs> no, no, not off color. Just dated. Dated. Oh, I thought myself. you're gonna go squeal like a pig. No, well, yeah, yeah. but you know, it was four <laughs> friends who started off on a wonderful adventure together, and and things rafting. Didn't end well. rafting. rafting. They were rafting. Okay, you, know, you guys mm-hmm. are just going off on a little trip. Yeah, and things but we went do. Really I mean, bad. like we've thought this through, right? Like, so when I was assembling this this A team, right? We, uh, da, 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 yeah, exactly. There's your da, old da, reference. Da, da, da. <laughs> so, Sorry. Jay's I, like, I'm gonna look at my phone. Fuck these yeah. guys. <laughs> I've got four no. guys that are just like absolute beasts on the bike, right? Like, they can just set this tempo all day long. Yeah. We have my brother who's now gonna be a resident, so we have medical there, right? <laughs> I can do <laughs> PT, and then we have two guys who are just, you know, like fun spirited food. Yes. They're the food. Yes. If you get stuck in the mountains, yes. you eat them first. <laughs> exactly. So I think that we've you know put together a good group of people for this, and we have a, a guy who's filming it, who's doing a professional film on it. So it's like no there will be something yeah. to yeah, really cool like 30, 40 minute film on it. So there will be you know like everyone will be able to see the soul leave our eyes. Oh, I'm gonna want to see that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm gonna want to see. It'll it. be really cool. I'm, that's see, that's like the you're talking about the award and all that. I think sure. that's the award for us is being able to see like, you know, something documenting. Yeah, it. sure. Because like this the is stupidity. my farewell song. Yeah, this yeah. is my swan song. <laughs> like I'm never doing this again. I'm never doing an endurance ride like this. Like I endurance is believe that about as far as I can throw it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody Let's ever Let's make says it that. an annual thing. I know. Yeah, I need, yeah. to, I need to say it on this podcast so that I can re-listen to this okay. in a couple of years. And, and be like, yeah, again. Do- yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, do not do this, Sam. Oh, <laughs> shit. Um, and so your preparation's been just fast junk miles kind of a thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, ju- and yeah, I mean, I've... Like, we've all been doing different stuff, but because all of us have different schedules. But my thing has been don't go too far in the tank for mental state, right? Like, being on a bike for 10 hours at a time is mentally draining. Sure. So, do that a few times and, you know, eat plenty of food. Like, the biggest thing is I have to be able to eat food for 20 hours. Yeah. So, I've just been pacing it out. And honestly, I really haven't. I don't have a coach. I'm not you know doing anything crazy yeah. it's just like yeah let's just log some miles and see where we end up but mixing in some intensity so i do like a big week where it's like you know 300 miles and then i do like you know a short week where it's like 100 miles and okay wow 
And that that's what do they say? At, after a certain distance, it just becomes a, a question of fueling how exactly. well you how, how well state. you keep eating. Yeah, and yeah, yeah you just are you keep, willing to die today? Yeah, yeah. Oh my god. Oh shit. Um, any added events, Jackson? Actually, how's the postgraduate take a break time working? And I don't mean that in a derogatory way. I mean that in like sweet. Oh no, yeah, I didn't take it that way. Um, it's been good. Yeah, I. Uh, I've been able to kind of keep up on some little tiny things. I was able to, yesterday I noticed that um, my front disc rotor was uh, rubbing a little bit, so I worked huh. on that. And, and you want to know how long it took? Like five seconds, so that's really nice. Um, Paul was like, yeah, Paul's being an asshole. Yeah. yeah. Can uh, you believe that? Well, I've had brake, rim brakes rubbed. Yeah, you? what do you do? True the wheel. No, you just hit the little quick release and you don't have a problem. Keep it, keep it bad, yeah. 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 So don't fix it, just ignore it. No, I mean, if you're on a ride, right? Oh, okay. If something okay. happens on the ride, you just quick release. Do you but, see those little keychain things, Jackson, you can put on that, that actually helps you align the, the brakes? I've seen them all over social media. I think it's because we talked about two sheets of metal, basically. Yeah, just and basically, you saw, yeah. yeah. Or you just loosen it up all the way. I just did this to Keith's bike. Rotate the wheel and then squeeze the brake. Yeah. Seat it locks brake. it in. Yeah, yeah. It locks yeah. it right in. Tighten the bolts Tighten down. Up. Yeah. Back or, to what I did. Right. Or you could have rim brakes and you won't have that problem. That's true. Right? Fuck. <laughs> how did the uh, we were saying? <laughs> how did uh, how did the, we were talking about? The, I, I read your text live on yeah. on the air. That uh, that how did Keith do? How how does the bike? Man, that is a cool bike. Really? That is a really cool bike. And I've never like. I mean, yeah, I know. Why don't Pinarellas. you tell the listeners what it is? Yeah. yeah so I, he has a Pinarello Dogma F12. Um, but like the highest mod out there, so full Durace Di2 disc brake. It is Di2. He mm-hmm. told me he wasn't doing uh, a lot. Actually, you know what? I back up on that. Oh. I don't think it is Di2. It's full Durace, though. It is full Durace. I just mechanical. It might be mechanical. Yeah. Man, the thing is shifting the gears is not part of fitting. No, no. no. <laughs> I, didn't, yeah, I didn't do that. But now that I think about the levers, adjusting the levers, they did seem larger than your normal. Like okay. the mechan- the like Jacksons yeah. are. They look like a typical mechanical shifter that doesn't have hydraulic. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, Because yeah. they can do that when they don't have to feed in all the wiring and yeah. stuff. Or, sure. But, I mean, just such a cool bike. Um, and you just pick that thing up, and it's Featherlight. And I've never really had any necessary tie to Pinarello. Neither never really I, had yeah. a tie to any bike, as long yeah. as it's comfortable and it's, you know, rips. But uh, it was a really cool bike. And it was disc brake. Mm-hmm. Oh. But it was still Jackson. <laughs> he was telling me that 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 he had to convince his his wife that he said, "Honey, my current bike. He's he's on, he was on a Pinarello. And he says this this bike is like twelve years old. He says my new bike will be another twelve years. He says so at my age, this could be the last bike I buy." <laughs> That's a good lie. That was wasn't that nice? Yeah, I said to him, I was like, "Dude, nice job," because I could never get away with that one. You I sure? Know. You sure? Keith didn't say to his wife, "My bike's twelve years old. That's older than Jack's eleven-year-old bike." Yeah, and that's probably his uh, mm-hmm. oldest well, bike. Yeah, but you can't compare anything to Jack because that'll that won't get you anything. She'd no. be like, "Well, we'll look where that got him." True. <laughs> He's in squim eating oysters. Yeah. Right now. Oh man. So uh t- 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 how's the 
Sam, talk to me about the bike fit biz. It sounds like you're a bit busy these days. Yeah, it's been taking off, which has been really fun. Um, I've been like, I think it was last week or the week before I had, you know, eight to 10 bike fits that week, which is, I mean, like it's all relative because when I was following this guy over in Seattle, he does 40 bike fits a week. He's a PT over there. So he just pumps them out. That's all he does. So in relation to that, yeah, that's not that many. But, I mean, when I was at a bike shop, I would do, like, one or two bike fits a week. So, yeah, yeah it's it's definitely been taking off, and it's been cool to see how much it's grown in the last six months alone. Is it new bikes, or is it people who are going, ow, my back hurts, something's fucking wrong here? Definitely a combo of everything. I have a lot of different local bike shops that, you know, will sell a bike, and then, like, hey, if you really want this thing to be dialed in, go see this guy. Uh, that's cool yeah super cool um and it's just my sell on that was just like hey i don't want any of your you know like i want you to sell bikes and be very you know uh prosperous with that but i want to just make it so that those bikes rip so it's been a good relationship but the other part has definitely been patients that are there that are like trying to rehab from an injury and you can optimize the bike to make it so it you know Mm -hmm. is better for hips or knees or xyz so um, definitely a mix of everything from new to old. I mean, that's why I'm like, it doesn't matter what bike you're riding. Like, you can benefit from a bike fit. But really, you, I mean, when you're taking an Allen wrench to a Huffy or something like that, you're just kind of like, fuck. You're, you're, tell me that it's not in the back of your head a little bit or something like that. Okay, you don't have to say that. Yeah, I don't want to damage your career position or something like that. But it, I'd be just like, Jesus Christ, man. <laughs> fucking Novartis. yeah but it, it, it's it, nobody they feel comfortable right you're yeah. probably thinking they're gonna say this shit this doesn't i remember it hurting now i feel good i'm gonna buy a better bike see i have to agree like that mm-hmm. that is my thing and you guys I just, are all like, half full but yeah. it is it's <laughs> that but i'm also like the hoity-toityness of like some of the high-end road stuff you yeah. know yeah like man when i'm riding by like any cyclist on the trail like a connecting trail i'm like hey how's it going yeah. and you see like a lot of those roadies in particular that are just like i don't talk to anyone they don't fucking wave oh yeah they're like i'm really serious um is there a specific okay apparently you know a lot of a lot of current patients and stuff like that that are coming through uh tailwind stuff like that but are there is there a a demographic that you can i'm basically trying to get a finger on the pulse of mm-hmm. where cycling is going are you seeing more roadies are you seeing more gravel and mountain are you seeing commuters are you seeing heaven forbid triathletes oh, oh. sorry i said the word oh, yeah. <laughs> So I just washed I, my mouth out. Yeah. Jesus. I am seeing a lot of triathletes because of Iron Man kicking up. Right? Sure, sure. And you know what? They're on two wheels, so that's great. Mm-hmm. But I think we talked about this on the uh, on the bike ride. Mm-hmm. I just pick a sport, you know? Pick bikes because bikes are the, the right way to go. <laughs> Amen. It, right? <laughs> but no, I'm, I'm super stoked to, to fit everyone. But I would say that right now, definitely triathletes. Um, and then your Grand Fondo people, like people, sure. there's a lot of yeah. people out there that are just getting into bikes that are buying your, you know, kind of more comfort oriented road bike and just are doing like, you know, local big rides, which well, is cool. A friend of mine actually visited you is probably in that, that block of eight that mm-hmm. you had, John oh, Bozo. Yeah. 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 
Yeah. Um, yeah, he said, oh, man, it made the world's difference. So. <laughs> God. <laughs> okay. This guy is. is like 240 pounds, 30. He's probably going to kill me. I'm not that old. Careful, heavy. Paul. Careful. Yeah. Yeah. Fucking no, careful. You were treading on thin ice. <laughs> he played football, and he looks like he still could play still football. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, he is broad. But I will never forget doing a ride with him, and I go up to him like, John, have you ever considered a bike fit? <laughs> like I can help you. Yeah, and he's like, he is like apparently just a little more stubborn than Paul because like it took me a long time to crack him to <laughs> yeah what <laughs> yeah and he would just he was not willing to like nope I had this fit back in the seventies that's yeah. Paul <laughs> that is Paul exactly he rolled his numbers over yeah so anyway but yeah that guy like I mean huge difference right yeah. and that's like a a big kick in sure. who used to be racers and are now like getting more into your recreational riding and stuff. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's cool to see the return of riders. Yeah, I when I'm not hosting a, a mildly successful podcast, I uh, <laughs> I, I teach theater, and and Jackson's also a, a now graduated theater major. And when we watch movies, I'm sure Jackson does this too. If you're watching, for example, I watched that most recent Tom Clancy one with uh, Michael B. Jordan in it. And uh, I criticized the shit out of it. It was terrible. I mean, there was a couple moments that were pretty good. There were some lines that I'm sure Michael B. Jordan was going, I can't believe I have to fucking say this in front of a camera because this is a terrible script. And there was some acting in it that was absolutely atrocious. So that my career, I watch this and I actually go, are you fucking kidding me? When you're on a ride with group group rides with people, do you have a tendency to look at people and go, are you fucking kidding me? What is wrong with you? I want to give advice, but I can't give unsolicited advice because I'll look like a roadie douchebag. Yeah. <laughs> apparently, apparently, because we had that fit, I was one of them. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> and it's it just is it Paul's takes... position still bad too? Yeah. No. Uh, it, just, yeah. it, it feeds into the it feeds into the stubbornness, right? Yeah. Like yeah. he's just yeah. like, no, my body will cooperate, yeah. and I will hold this arrow position. It's like Paul, I guarantee you, oh, my hamstring. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> but no, it's yeah. I mean, I definitely it's. When you're in the field, it's just like you watching, yeah, movies. Like you're constantly criticizing it. And when I'm out with people, I'm like, I know I can beat you today just because of the position that you're in. No shit. (laughs) Wow. So it's just it's one of those things that you definitely are looking at all of that. And there's some where it's like, yeah, you start getting into it where you think about the injuries that maybe they've had that have landed them in that position. But man, you see some just awful bike fits out there and. I just wish that I could go by and <laughs> But we're and we're also in such a stage where um and Jackson I'm not picking on your generation I promise um where everybody's just like don't criticize they're out on their bike man be nice be cool be pleasant just encourage them to keep going yada, yada, yada. but if it's just like um you keep doing that in three weeks you're going to be off that bike because your back is going to be killing you or something like that is there a fine line between the two yes um but i mean for me personally i think that once again the healthcare field it's like yeah. You know, Jerry Maguire, help me, help you. (laughs) You know, it's like, I want to help everyone, right? But not everybody wants to be helped. So it's definitely one of those things where you just can say simple things like, hey, I'd love to, I think that you could be adjusted with this, this, and this, make you, you know, either more comfortable or ride faster. But if they're not going to pursue it, then it's like, sure, keep riding bikes, man. Yeah. 
It's like Paul when he walks in here. He looks around the room and he goes, this is a fucking fire hazard. <laughs> I shouldn't be here. I'm going to get fired just for being in this room. It is an electrical fire hazard. Um, la, la, la. <laughs> la, la, la. <laughs> it's like Jackson listening to the show going, oh, fuck. Dad. Yeah, yeah, you don't even know who Glassoff is. <laughs> Jesus, Dad, do your homework. Um, Sam, my last question for you about bike fit: Have you ever scratched a bike? Oh, oh while doing a bike fit? Yeah. Um, <laughs> he didn't tell anybody. Yeah, if you did, right? <laughs> no, I mean I've definitely like had moments where when you're working with like the plumb bob or stuff, uh -huh. it drops down and it goes onto the crank. I mean, that happens definitely a lot uh in where you'll like you're pumping around in the gym and you know you'll hit tip something sure but i can't say that i've had any like dents or anything but i've definitely had those moments of where i am just freaking out because i'm like did i just scratch that nothing is grotesque of what he did to his son's bike yeah right? that was yeah. bad <laughs> <laughs> I was, I was just like, I was waiting for you to say, no, the clients are really open to it. They're okay with it. They understand that these things happen. And Jackson, you have been very cool about it, dude. Well, it's so tiny. It's <laughs> no reason said. to cry over spilt milk, as I've recently said. Oh, I did cry. <laughs> <laughs> I cried my goddamn eyes out. Uh, just because it's such. A, anyway, um, should we switch gears to the Giro a, a little bit? Uh, Sam, you up to speed on the Giro? Uh, yeah, for the most part. Um, can we all admit that if Bernal's back holds out, the overall co competition is pretty much over? Mm -hmm. Can yeah. we all say that? Well, yeah. Uh, yeah. That was insane today. Oh my god. Uh, that weather. Yeah. From what we saw, we were talking about that at the beginning. It's just like. Okay, apparently we're just going to... a lot gonna... of people smiling at the finish line. Oh, my God. <laughs> Maskless, too. It's, yeah. it's just, uh, well, Italy is Italy has, when it comes to the COVID, they have different spots that are actually what they call white zones and stuff, that they are mask-free and stuff. It's not as a nation. They're done by zones, as far as I understand. So that might be where, where they're at is not, you know, hit by COVID is bad. So they, they don't have that. They call them white zones? Yeah, white. That's they have different really colors. Color yeah, choice. it's like that's that's the best. Well, it's, yeah. they're Italians. I mean, they they surrender all the time. So yeah, white zone. So so <laughs> Idaho is a white zone. Yeah. <laughs> oh gosh. Um, Jackson, I want your commentary on Peter Sagan leading by twenty two points in the sprinter's jersey. Um, I I want your genuine, unbiased opinion on whether or not he's going to keep it. I think that he's got a really good chance, uh, especially because Nitzolo's dropped out, Merlier's dropped out, uh, Ewan's dropped out. The only real sprinters that are left are, I think, Chimelai, who's been up there in a lot of the sprints, and uh, and Gaveria, who went on that breakaway that one day and gathered yeah. a buttload of points. But I think that was really the only, th those are really his only big competition. And I think because, like you said earlier, he is Mr. Consistency, that there's a big chance that he could keep it. And he knows when to go in the break uh, on a good day. And he's got the team for this, especially with Bookman uh, dropping out, unfortunately. Oh, I thought you were going to include Bookman in the end. And I'm like, uh-oh. No, yeah. Who's no, tell which, which I'm sure we'll get on to. But, uh, yeah, it's he's now got a team pretty much solely directed at him. So, Yeah. 
Um, Gavir, yeah, so there's nobody left. No, they've already really. dropped out, which kind of is perfect for uh, Sagan. It, <laughs> he wins by default. Yeah, already. he's basically just got it, and that's 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 that's. That's it. why he's pulling the pin early. He's just like waving to the camera, joking. Yeah, it's like this is this yeah. is a done deal. Um, so so let's talk about surprises, um, up or down from any of you guys. I'd I'd love to hear from anybody in terms of what you what. You, wow, that's great! Or holy shit, that's terrible! Any anything that might have come through that uh, that's that surprised you throughout. Um, for you know Yates, Evenepoel, Hugh Carthy currently on the podium, Vlasov, things like that. Um, you know the little pissy fit that between the uh, Bennett and um. Who was with him? I can't remember who was with him, but um, you know those types of things. Anybody, any ha- have any observations from the past week? Can you tell that we're already forty-four minutes into a podcast, and I gotta kind of, kind of fly through the zero so we can get to all the rest of the shit we want to talk about? Go ahead, have Jackson. Jackson, been- go. Okay, yeah, I. Man, there's a lot to cover. Um, yeah, I think go. The fact, I think the fact that Hugh Carthy. Woke up today, looked outside the window, and said, "We can win the Giro today." Yeah. It was a pretty big deal. Um, and then EF went. TJ Van Garderen going to the front and just blasting it, which I was. It was good to see him doing some of his stuff as kind of the old days shown. And then to see that Carthy didn't drop too far back, I knew I should have picked him in the beginning. I um, did. And I think that he's fucked. He, <laughs> Yeah, I I think uh, that battle between him and Caruso is going to be an interesting one to watch in the next couple stages to come. Paul, you got anything? Sam, you got anything? Anybody want to jump right into this? Well, I'm I'm disappointed in Bennett, but although he's, I mean, I thought he was going to be a little bit more competitive. Now he's he's so far down, he's, um, you know, just picking up. Can we can we stuff. say something about Jumbo Visma in that too? In terms that they're they're this gigantic one of the world's top teams, and did it seem to anybody else like they came to this with uh, the B squad? Yeah, yeah, C squad. Well, they George, uh, I don't think George Bennett is is C squad, but I think he had a bad Ooh. start, and mm-hmm. you know I think that just threw every once he lost all that time is like well, and then Grunewagen is. Closest he got was fourth place, and when his lead at man drops him and yeah. almost wins the sprint, gets second. You know that's. I think they just were started off on the back foot, but it hasn't seemed like anything that's really going on. Um, Simon Yates is the other one. I thought he was holding back the whole time because he he screwed up in 2018. Sure, because he was like winning everything. I thought he was just. Keeping it back, keeping it back, but today, kind of, you could see it's like no, no, yeah. But he's not. I mean, he's still in the top. Well, five, even with but... Zonkalon, right? Yeah, yeah. He, it looked like he was. He had more in him. Yep. And then he faded, and you know, Ian Pernal just yeah walked away with I, it. I was thinking today. I don't know what it is, but recently Yates is always gonna choke. That's how it kind of is always feeling. They get to that point where they can, where they're showing on TV that they can push for the overall GC and then just out of nowhere they blow it's it, I are there better riders out there is what's the train I don't know well, what it is it's, Simon Simon won the Fuelta so you know the thing is you think that that yeah. the next logical step would be the Giro but 
you know. It's just a different set of mountains, though, too, and different climate. Like the Giro, if you look back yeah. historically, right, like the Giro always has horrible rain yeah. days, yeah, like yeah. today. And so it's like some riders are better at riding in that than others. So mm-hmm. it's like I don't think that Simon Yates has, if you look at any of those, uh, you know, tours that he's done, I don't think he's ever done really well in foul weather or. You know? Oh, yeah, that's a good point. So, like, that's my other thing is there's just so many other pieces to this too that add into you know mountains are different inclines. Like, man, I don't think that there's anything like a 27 percent grade oh, in the Vuelta. <laughs> are you kidding me? Oh, they have they have uh, the, the uh, yeah the yeah. Uh, um, God, what's it called? Anyway, they have the, the famous one that they have that's Angleru. Is Ang- that Angleru? Yeah, yeah. 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 Ang- Angle. Angry Lou. Angry Lou. Angry Lou. Angry Lou. Yeah. Yeah. Did we see Alberto Contador reacting? Um, oh, Jackson yeah. did, yeah. After, uh, after the, I think he went to the, the school home. of Mark Mario of Acceleration. <laughs> yes! Yeah. yeah. Exuberance. <laughs> yeah. See, school see, of Exuberance, yeah. See? <laughs> I thought it was awesome. I, th- I think it's great. I mean, I haven't seen anything. I love seeing that kind of emotion out of him. Did you, you know, hear about? Did you hear Jackson too about? Uh, he said if they won a stage, he would ride from. Oh God, what city to Madrid? Madrid to Milan. Yeah, Milan. I keep thinking it, Milan like to Minsk. That's how old I am. I keep thinking of Jerry Seinfeld references. Yeah. <laughs> and he's going to have to do it now. Yeah, fifteen hundred yeah. kilometers. Yeah. Uh. Let me think here. Anybody thinking that Enios has their proverbial shit together in terms of organizing the season? I mean, or is is this their biggest card that they're going to play in the Grand Tours? I oh, mean, no. is Gary I mean, Thomas gearing up for the for the tour? Yeah, that's my question. And yeah. they still, I mean, because uh, why am I blanking on the Carapaz? Uh, nope. Uh, the other guy that won Worlds back in like 2014. Oh, uh, um, um, Goje, what? Kwiatkowski. Kwiatkowski. Yes, thank you. Um, I mean, he's not even here. So it's like yeah. they have plenty of guns backed yeah, yeah, yeah. up to rip it at the tour. You think so? I'm, I'm, oh, yeah. okay. I, I, I want to see Jackson. the tour. Jay? Yeah, Jay's our stats man. <laughs> I, uh, I'm, I'm really interested to see the tour team because whether or not they bring. Yates and Thomas, or leave Yates for the Vuelta. That'll be an interesting thing because there's also Carapaz, who was I think second in the Vuelta last year. Yeah. But there's a lot. I think there are better riders than Yates and Thomas to ride the Tour. I mean, Pagacha and Roglic, I think, are at a better part in their career than both of those riders are. A lot can happen in the next three years, like a chatbot, maybe your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. 
Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. It'll be interesting to see. I hate that there's a rest day tomorrow. I don't think they should have rest days. I think they should just entertain me all the time. <laughs> Your man, Bernardi No, was one of the, the lead people that demanded they sat down and, and protested. I never said he was my man. Oh, yeah, he did. He's no, your I favorite love guy. Bernardi. No, I don't yeah. know why. He's such an asshole. I just, <laughs> you know what? If I if I was to date, I would probably be dating assholes again. You know, it's just, it's you know, it's like the pretty girl who's just mean. That's probably where I'd go if I was in the dating world again. Thank you, Michelle. She can't hear me. She's not listening. <laughs> Thank you for being the dream. You know, she and I just, you know, 27 years. I do have to say my wife and I hit 27 years. Uh, congratulations. On the 21st day, somebody told me the 21st day of the 21st year of the 21st week, something like that. It was like this huge, May 21st was our winning anniversary. Yeah. And it was like, so anyway, has nothing to do with bike racing. Right. Is everybody keeping track here? We kept, hopefully everybody at home is keeping track of their points because there's swag on the line at the end of this golden rainbow of of, of the Giro. And then we're going to go on. We've got a, what, Criterium Dupine starting in just over a week too. So yep. So we we don't have to pick that one. Then. But uh, any, any closing Giro comments? I know I kind of condensed the Giro into a very short section. Jackson, you got anything you want to roll with to kind of take us out? Paul, you got anything? Sam, anybody? Why am I blanking on the guy that, from ASOS, the one yesterday? Quebec ASOS? Yeah. Campanox. Campanox. Oh, my God. How many times did you guys think that he was out? Like, yeah, yeah. watching that? And it was just like, I mean, that was insane. Yeah. Like. That was one of those times where you you don't want to think it, but you're like, did he pay him off? Because, like, there's no way that he should have been there. Like, that guy was <laughs> laying it in But you're talking about world uh, record, our record. Holder. I know. Yeah. I know. And a guy who actually wrote uh, with felt tip his phone number in a time trial, and then he saw a girl in the crowd. And it <laughs> Are you kidding me? No. no, he got in trouble for that. He pulled open yeah. his jersey to show <laughs> his phone number. Went like that and pointed to her and went on a date. It didn't stick after that, wow. but yeah. Oh, my and, God. And the UCI did not like that. Yeah. All right, that guy's so, savage. Yeah, he yeah. Really yeah. There you go. And his handlebars look like he's a gravel racer. Now, wait. Mm-hmm. What did you think, Bike Fit Sam, about his – did you see his yeah. handlebars? And- it's, I mean, bike. once again, it's one of those Bike Fit things where it's like, yeah, God, you're going to have a lot of um, – wrist issues later on in life from being that you know flexed but you know he's turned in and they're in and his bars are flared too Mm -hmm. yeah and that's one of those other things that i think that people do that so that you could like previously rest on the you know top and that's fine i guess since they took away that 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 arrow position yeah. yeah that's what's what they've created yeah now you're running 38 bars you tried descending like down the, you know, switchbacks yeah, with yeah, those. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, shit. Might as well grab your stem. I was going to say, yeah. <laughs> grab your stem and go downhill. Yeah. Jackson, you want to take us out? Oh, yeah. I, I on, on the theme of Quebec Assos, it's uh, been the week of, uh, for oh, them. Yeah. Three out They've, of three stages in five days, something like that? Yeah. 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 Mitsolo finally won that stage that he's been looking for for so long i think what was it 15 second places or like 11 second places yeah. something like that so 
good week for them. Surprising week for them, and great week for BMC. Oh, yeah, there's four, bring four that wins. Up. Yeah, bring that one. Yeah, up. yeah. Our, one of our sponsors actually sells those. Yes, that is true. Mojo, Mojo Cycle yeah. sells. There sells you go. BMC. And Sa- yeah. Sam worked at a bike shop that had that. Yeah, yep. really. Had really? Them. Yeah. There was a local, another local bike shop sold BMCs. Yeah, yep. uh, this bike life. Mm-hmm. Oh, really? It's no oh, longer okay. Around. Okay. Mm-hmm. Oh, rest in peace. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. I remember them when they went under. Yeah. Um, they were so near does, here too. So does Mojo Cycles. Yeah, yeah, they got the gig. They got the gig. So um, it's going to be a good, good one more week. It, uh, I, it's been taking me, I think, at least a week and a half to shift my brain into stage racing. When you, when I turn on on in the morning, and there's an eleven minute gap, and I'm just like going, oh shit, this is going to be boring because it's not everything on the line. But I guess you got to get into the chess match a little bit more. I got to be nicer. So let's switch to our topic. Ironically, not ironically, because it would be, it's not irony. It's irony that I'm saying that it's ironic because that's like an Alanis Morritt song. But um, <laughs> it's brought to you by our friends at Mojo Cyclery. If you're a member of the Pack Filler, don't forget to get a 20% discount on all things but bikes and trainers because they don't have any bikes. A lot of people don't have bikes right now, and trainers are, uh, I, I don't think they get a markup on trainers. So get over there and check out all the great service and selection. Also by our friends at Jamelli Coffee, the official pre of the pack filler. You guys, I want to talk about camaraderie in the sport of cycling today. Sam doesn't even know what we're throwing him under the bus for here. but um, From the outside, cycling looks like a, a very much a solo effort. I think we could all probably agree on that. It's you and the bike. Surely there are uh, varying levels when it comes to different types of cycling, uh, but having teammates, friends, and even enemies are the vital elements of the sport. Um, so I want to share some insight into the importance of actually riding with or even against others. Sam, your, your trip here, you're going with some you know, brothers in arms, and one of them you might have to eat on the way here, but, uh, but things like that. The Oregon Trail. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, dysentery. Paul, you, br- you brought this topic to the table this morning by mentioning you, something you saw in the Giro, which was? Well, George Bennett, when he finished the Zonkalon, was coming down in Alfini, helped helped him out get get into position and you know most people don't realize but there isn't a bus and some of those mountain finishes their but team bus they have to ride down the mountain yeah in order to get onto their bus he's coming down and now finney his teammate who helped him get up there was struggling and he turned around and climbed the zonkalon a second time to be with his friend and that was to help support to get him up the hill and wow. to me it's like that's stuff you don't really hear about that much when it comes to road cycling. You hear about the star. And another example was um, David Miller was talking about in breakaways where you'll be with a bunch of guys and you're working well and pretty soon one of the guys goes, I got to go. I got word from the from the director that I need to help out so-and-so. And he said it happened to him. He was with uh, Roberto Harris in a breakaway, which he ended up winning. The, that was a winning breakaway. And uh, Roberto Harris says, I just got word from Lance. This is when he was with Lance, yeah. you know, with Postal. He says, he didn't want me in this break, and he has to shut down. Wow. So there's a lot of sacrifice that people don't get to see or hear that teammates, all these, you know, that's why there's a team of eight now. Yeah. Yeah, yeah there's a lot to it. And this is obviously a time, uh, the, this, the past year has been obviously a test of, of – 
challenging the social elements of the, of the sport and things like that. So my first thing to throw out there for all of you guys, and I no particular order, how important is it for you to have a riding and or training buddy, somebody to somebody to go out there and, and be with? Sam, you were talking just recently about, uh, you know, holding on you know and things like that how is imp- how important is that are, are the people that you ride with and i don't i know that sounds cheesy that sounds like an easy answer but you know there we go super important i mean it's just like those days i, pr- I it's a very possible thing that i would have just not ridden yesterday right yeah. because i mean i was in all sorts of hurt my friend's like we're going to do 80 miles okay so it's like I've had so many of those times, you know, it was like texting you guys the other week, like, so what are we doing this week? Yeah. Because yeah. when, and once again, this is, I spent most of my time, even when I was racing at that Cat 1-2 level, like my training rides would be 80 miles, right? You know, you go out for four hours and you can get in a, like a good workout. You don't yeah. need to spend more time than that on a bike. So like, as I've discovered doing more, like I've done multiple 10-hour days now on a oh, bike this year, and Jesus. it's like you get to this point where you just if you're alone with your thoughts <laughs> for 10 hours you become a triathlete yeah <laughs> it might happen yeah. yeah yeah and so i mean it's just like my i remember my brother and i when we did that um loop out in the palouse uh step to butte and like man, when we were at 120 miles we looked at each other like this sucks and it's like you know, but when you're in it, you know, misery loves company, right? So I've just, I've been enough of those times where, and in races, I've had races where like teammates have come back and done that. You know, it's like, mm-hmm. I'll spend a lot of time on the front, uh, pulling them throughout the day. And then I'm like dragging getting back and they come back and, you know, just chat with you to get you up there. Even if heck they sit on your wheel, it's like just mm-hmm. having somebody there. Yeah. It's nice. Paul? Oh yeah. I, I, I think, I don't know about everybody else but i got into cycling on the individual level not because i wanted to be a part of the team yeah um unlike the other sports that i played it was all team sports and it was all about the team but once you get into cycling especially as you move up in category it's all about the team and i i, I think that the average joe watching cycling that has no idea why why would you start a race with 200 people when only one person wins and it's only like five or six people, but they would never make it without. And when you move up in categories, if you don't have teammates, rarely do you get to win. You you have to be a real freak of nature to be in in the part of that. And you get picked on by other teams if they know that you have no team help. Yep. Sure. Yeah. So. Jackson, I'd love your perspective on this. You know, in terms of uh, some of the, you know, the you're entering kind of your higher levels of, of of passion about the sport and things like that. And and I know you haven't had a whole lot of teammates except a bunch of old people like your dad. <laughs> yeah, I um, for most of the year, being uh, living here, I really train by myself. Uh, I train by, by myself all the way from early August and then till I came back in November. And then when we came back, it was from January, pretty much till I came back uh, two weeks ago, uh, I had been kind of just training by myself. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's something that is just kind of normal to me. You know, I think being raised as an only child, that probably is a reason why I'm very kind of used to it. Um, and it 
is so different. You know, when we went on our, our uh, 80 miler uh, now two weekends ago, it was uh, it was kind of refreshing having you guys there. Um, like my girlfriend and I ride together, but I never like we never like like I never take her on like my my big training rides or anything. Um, so yeah, it it definitely makes a difference. Sometimes it can be difficult to motivate yourself to get on the trainer when it's raining outside or do 40 miles by yourself. Um, but I, it's just kind of something I've had to learn to cope with and something, and I think that's another reason why I'm a little quieter on the ride sometimes it's just because mm-hmm. I'm used to it being by myself. See, I think that's a good point. Yeah. It's like when you ride with other people, you you have some accountability. You know what I mean? The total line you're talking about, Sam, yeah. with, you know, your buddies, like he did – Everybody remembers how much work they put in on that ride. You know what I mean? It's like, oh, dude, I've been sitting back here. I need it, and and that's what's good about it. I think that I think there's a point where in training it's important to do a couple of solo rides. You know, no yeah. one wants wants to do if you're a power guy, just do a power ride on your power schedule or intervals. But yeah, yeah. accountability. This is so a weird topic for me because I spent a gigantic portion of my cycling life training by myself. Um, in my early years, uh, the one and only Jack Broadhead and I did a lot of riding together. Um, but after that I did probably 80 to 90% of my riding all by myself and my racing. I did too. In the early days, in my years of a rebate, uh, when I became a cat too, all the other guys were gone and I was the only guy on the team. And so I raced most of my races solo and I had to learn how to tactically ride a race solo. Um, I'm not saying that was better in any way, shape or form because the, the social dynamic is so important within it. And for example, this last Saturday, because I'm just so used to it, I went out into the middle of nowhere on a ride by myself. Did I send my wife a link of where I was going to be? Nope. Was uh, was she able to come get me? Probably if something happened. Probably not. She was in an RV. I had the stabilizers down. I don't even know if she had knew how to get the stabilizers off the ground. She'd have driven away and destroyed the the, the rig <laughs> or something like that. Um, what if I had a problem? You know, and and things like that. Um, second, would I have gone faster? Would I have trained? Would I have ridden up that five thousand feet climb harder? Almost a hundred percent, yes. Um, I, because I would have been there with somebody and we would have been joking around and things like that. Would I have gone longer? Would I have fought through some of the snow sections? Very well likely. Mm-hmm. And and so those are things that, that you know, I, I missed out on. So talk to me, and, and, and Jackson, this is going to be, again, an interesting perspective from you because I know you haven't had a whole lot of teammates over the years. Um, so talk to me about some of the teammates and situations you were in that were just ideal for in terms of uh, riding camaraderie but also racing tactically really good scenarios or situations. If you want to name names, you can name names. I'm talking about the good ones right now so, to start off with. Anybody want to go first? Throw you, in. throw you out there. Well, I... <laughs> Sims, we I've got so much. <laughs> I've got so many. There's a, a team that we had, and this this becomes one of was um, kind of on the cocky side when especially because Spokane such a small little area. Sure. It's like when you have a team, and we had a Cat 1-2 team that really dominated Spokane area, and so all the training races were ours to lose, you know, type of thing. And it's not fun for anybody else. 
and I've been on the receiving end, and I've been on on the other end there too, also. Um, but we were doing a points race on this uh, out at the Raceway Park as a half mile oval. Yeah, and we dominated so much. There's a guy, his name is Perry, um, a race for another team, and I look back at him because it was it was missing out. It was a missing out race. Yeah. So the last person that goes through, and we just set up whoever we wanted. And I just I dropped back and I said, "You're next." And I thought, now when I look back at that, what a prick, you know, what a prick. But there's no way they could control. I don't have an and asshole. He's like, I could see sound his effect. look. His look on his face is like, I hate you, and I understand why. But then on the other, you know, there's a, a local team with a bunch of guys that are absolutely strong. Yeah. And and you know, I'm now on the on the shit end of the stick. But it's fun for me. I always look at it. It's fun for me. Now I have a group of guys. See how we can thwart them. We, we probably won't, but the challenge of trying to thwart a team that strong is a yeah. blast to me. That's fun. You know, mess it up. You like to be a fly in the ointment a little bit. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, at this point, because I'm not yeah. – I have no ointment. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm dry. <laughs> I'm dry. Hey, you boys. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I sweat out there. <laughs> Sam, you got any ideal Camelot style of teammates or camaraderie moments that you've had, or are you in the middle of it right now? Yeah, I mean, I like so both sides. One, I've raced for like when I raced for um, Audi, like amazing team, great director. Like he did an awesome job with providing us with what we needed. He pulled together a great group of strong riders but there was never that bond really like there was just never that i mean so it's kind of like yeah i mean i know you and i know we're on the Mm -hmm. same team but also i don't really want to die for you because like i kind of want to place well too yeah because it was also definitely a stepping stone team so i've had that and then i've had like the team that i'm on now is basically just a bunch of freds like just a bunch of yahoos, right? And we don't care how we do. It's just a fun group of guys that go sure. out and we do really well at races because like we're all just willing to work together. Um but I my teams have always been on the west side, right? So I've always been on the receiving end mm-hmm. of uh I mean for the most part. I guess there was one year that we raced on the same team together, um but I was never around really for that. Mm-hmm. Uh and so I've always enjoyed being on that um, because I love to mess with people. Like, I, that's what I've found when I'm, like, out riding. It's more of just, like, how can I mess you guys up? Yeah. You know, it's so. like, I don't care. I'm willing to die today. But <laughs> I want to know that you're going to die too. You know, so it's like, how can I make them as, you know, not happy about the results as I can? And so it's it's fun to have those targets, you know, like those the bad guys that you're up against. Okay, okay, uh, Jackson, you I, I know you. Like I said, this will be an interesting response from you in terms of how this all plays out. Yeah, uh, you want to know what's really depressing is uh, <laughs> I don't know if I have an answer. <laughs> yeah, I, uh, no, I, I that's not depressing, right? but maybe it yeah, is. I, yeah, I don't know. Um, I've been on one team uh well i guess now two teams uh one when i was a junior and there was one other guy um and now um with a but that's kind of my limited experience and especially because i had plans 
last year to race uh, or hoped to have plans to race. Um, obviously, we know that didn't happen. But this year, I, I hope to. Uh, however, with my location, uh, it'll be kind of a solo effort. But uh, yeah, I don't, I don't know if I necessarily have an answer to this question. Wow. No, that's that's. I, I mean, you got into racing when COVID hit, so yeah. it's like yeah. it's not really. Yeah, you, it's not a fair. few more years under your belt, and you'll have all of those. Yeah, and you won't, you yeah. probably won't be riding on an old masters team with your dad and. What Uncle Jack? Is that what Jack calls himself? <laughs> how fucking creepy is that? Um, great. How about how about worst t- team scenarios? I won't make you answer this one, Jackson, because it'll probably be the same. But uh, you know, are there anywhere you were just like, and you don't? Again, you don't have to name names. I can name a name because I don't think he listens to the podcast anymore. I had a guy named Richie uh, as as a teammate of mine <laughs> for many years, and uh, he and I were we're not buddies and we were in a lot of races together and uh i remember vividly many times he would go out of his way just be like fuck him you know i'm i'm gonna win the race or if if i don't win the race i don't give a shit about anybody else i don't think the guy ever turned a pedal in my benefit in in all of our years of riding together and we were supposed to be teammates all these years and it was just bullshit and i i still don't like the guy do you think that's some of the reason why the team thing hasn't been a big it might be deal. yeah it might be i mean uh, i'll be honest you know like when we're we were just doing this fun little thursday night spirited ride the other day you were off and i was like yeah i'll fuck things up and play around back here for sam just because i like that guy you know and you know and i was playing around in the field and, and then it was I, fun you know, was yeah it? it was a it was a mm-hmm. shit ton of fun mm-hmm. yeah exactly yeah. like you said just yeah. kind of fucking things up. It, that's exactly yeah. it yeah and it, it see that's why like i mean once again I guess I haven't ever had a like a, a teammate that's been a foe um, because I think that it's always been that I started off in a collegiate team where it's like there is no money out here, there is really no glory out here. It's just you know let's go out and suffer together. So it was definitely always about like hey let's see if our team can beat you know our rival team. Um, but it is just, yeah, it's a nice, it's a fun thing to have, like, a, I've definitely had foes that are on other teams, and I'm like, once again, don't care if I win or lose today, but I guarantee you're not winning. Really? Yeah, you know? you'd be willing to. Oh, yeah. I'd be willing to shell myself. <laughs> and just, like, if they're going off the front, I guarantee you I'm marking their wheel. Mm-hmm. And when they start flipping me through, I'm not coming through. Yeah. And just stare them straight in the eyes. <laughs> Today's not your day, boy. <laughs> Paul, have you ever been a outwardly blaring? Asshole? I've had for teams. Uh, I've had like from just basically. I'm almost the only guy on the team to having a great team, and then having. I think like you were talking about Audi, and you experienced UNCP on a team from the West Side. Yeah, where you show up at races, you don't even know this guy's they name. Know, yeah, you know, yeah. it's like, and and I've been on those teams too. But um, I think the best team is when you don't even have to train together, but you're on the same agenda, and you have to accept. Your role. My role was always, I was the donkey. I chased things down. I, I wasn't a, a, you know, a, per, a peripheral winner or anything like that. But. You know what they also call donkeys? Yeah. You were the ass. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Exactly. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So, um, but, you know, the, those are the things. But it was. It, it's fun to be a part of a team because most of the sports that I did was team-oriented. 
is is to be a part of that. The worst is when you have a massive team, and, and the last team that I was on got so big, there's people that we went to this race. Everybody grab a drink. Oh. Yeah, it's uh, turned to bloom. bloom, Drake, yeah. <laughs> Jack's got an empty Coke <laughs> can. <laughs> we had a guy in first in the GC on the very last stage, and it was going up to Mission. It was a mm, road race yeah. going up to Mission Ridge. Ridge, yeah. And the guy's strong. Uh, the guy who who was in the lead did a very good job, uh, and he got into position through some team tactics we did on the crit the day before. And this guy came up and he says, "You know what? What should I do?" And I said, "Whatever." John, who's who is our lead guy, whatever he wants, you don't leave. You do everything he says because you're you're the only one that's going to stay with him in the climb. The number two guy had had one of those guys. I said so. If he tells you attack, attack, blah 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 blah. We hit the base of the hill and I start watching. It's like slow motion. They're pulling away because they shit at climbing, and and I'm watching, and the guy just attacks and takes off, and John gets. The guy in second place takes off and chases him, and he pulls him all the way up the hill, no. and we lose the race. And I'm like, "What the hell?" And John blew up because he's trying to catch up with him. I'm actually catching catch John at one point. And so what happened? He goes, "I don't know." You so know, it's, it's yeah. Off, he goes, yeah. "Yeah, he took." I said, "Did you tell him?" And he said, "No," but I didn't think to tell him to stop. It's like, yeah, this guy, you know, was obviously yeah. selfish, but then. The guy in second place dropped him. Then he drops back and he says, "John, what can I do to help you?" Well, it's a little freaking late. Yeah, and that's yeah. the problem. And when you don't, I, I didn't know this guy very well, and I'm just like, "You dickhead." Yeah, you know. Yeah. But there's no family. You got to have that family thing. Yeah, I mean, like in, in the like <clears throat> when you have a close enough like group, you don't even have to necessarily like you just show up, and it's the same group with like we're now. You know, it's mm-hmm. like who feels awesome today? Yeah, and, you know, and it's like me. Okay, you're the dude. Yeah. Okay. So it's like you don't even have to like I'm throwing the next punch and then it's like the next person. Okay, I guess I'm throwing the next punch. It's like really? you don't even have to really communicate that mm-hmm. like when you have that. But yeah, when you have random people that aren't, you know, normal like on the team that you know. Sure. Oh, I have to admit that or, or, or explain that guy came from the triathlete world. See, so oh. there's your problem. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. How about nemesis? How about the importance of having somebody that you just truly want to beat? Is I mean, I mean, let's be honest. This is a uh, competitive sport, and I'm not just talking about road. By the way, here I don't want this to be known as just a roadie podcast because, uh, and also that you know that that having teammates in mountain, in gravel, in track, in things like that, it 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 is it is crucial, but it is different. It serves a different purpose. Um, but uh, I want to know about the, the person you just go out of your way to beat. I, Karsten, could, if he was on this show right now, I could tell him to his face. There were many races I went in with Karsten where I was just like, I just don't fucking want you to win, man. I'm just, and then he crashed himself this. out, so yeah. that was okay. You know what? Karsten gets bad <laughs> bad mouth for one yeah, big crash that, that happened to be you know, kind of his doing. But but uh, but there were a lot of races he and I were in. I was just like, going, okay, Karsten, I, I just got to make sure he doesn't do well. And uh, there were, and now we're friends. Yeah. Quote, unquote, friends. <laughs> well, I think you, you I'm can I'm kidding, see, Karsten. I love you, man. I think you see that even in, like, the morning ride guys. Every, yeah. Even though they, there's always some person ahead of you that you want to beat. Yeah. You know, these guys, you can talk to everyone. It's like, that's that's my target. Yeah. That's the beauty of cycling. It doesn't have to be a race, but, you know, you go out for rides or a group ride, whatever, you know, a 
group of individuals, not even on a team. Yeah. And there's always somebody you're going to mark. You know, that guy's beating me on the hill. This this hill I'm going to get. And yeah. that's that's what's cool about cycling. I think. Jackson, you had one in the Wednesday night series last year. You had that one dude. You were like, I just got to beat that guy. Yeah, I uh, he was the only one that was really close to me in the point standings. And I remember crashing, and he saw that I crashed, and I saw him give his entire spirit into those like into those pedal strokes that he was he was doing that day and i luckily i was able to catch him on the climb uh you know having the whole roadie fitness and all that um but yeah it was it was just a constant back and forth thing that i always had to beat him and i did you know no yeah. big deal. <laughs> nbd <laughs> i won i won nbd <laughs> sam any nemesis over the years yeah i mean like there's always like what paul was saying the like friendly you know just mm-hmm. like guys that yeah you just I, i'm competitive and i want to beat them you okay. know it's fun but then there's definitely those guys that are like i might hate you as a human yeah <laughs> yeah like and it's and that's you know once again it's just really hard to not get too wrapped up in that but there's definitely been foes throughout the year where i'm just like i don't really care what you're doing today i'm just making it so that you know, you're not going to win. And I'm, you know, like, yeah, I'll help my teammates and do what I need to. But like my teammates and I have definitely signed a pack too. Like you just make sure that guy doesn't win. Like if I'm going to die today, I need you to die to make sure that guy doesn't win. Wow. So, yeah, I mean, there's definitely, and it just, it keeps things, I mean, fun to an certain extent, right? Like, but it also, if you get too wrapped up in the negativity of it, then it's also, sure. That can be a pretty poisoning thought. I think we can all walk away from the discussion just realizing that we're all a bunch of immature, childish fucks. Yeah, I, I am. think it's uh, yeah. primal. Yeah, the being competitive. That's sure. all. Well, I mean, when we went on that one ride, remember, like right when when we all met up at the end, I just looked at you and I was like, I was a real ass today. <laughs> like, I was up there just like I was in the break, and I was just like, I'm still gonna mess with every one of you. Yeah, like yeah. you know. So I think that yeah, it's probably primal to an extent and it's mm-hmm. also just do you ever finish a ride or a race or something like that and just want to go up to somebody and go dude i'm i'm sorry i've just the inner asshole in me just kind of took over do you guys ever do that no i was trying to punish him with the pedals not really? with my mouth you know? oh see i do both <laughs> you're saying like apologize yeah or... just like sorry man that was just in the heat of the moment that i called just... you a dickhead 10 times yeah yeah, yeah. Dick. Dick. No, I, dick. I said, don't dick. be a dick. Oh, okay. Not dickhead. <laughs> Come on, man. There. <laughs> I think being a millennial, I'm more passive. Are you? Just like, hey, yeah, that was all just out on the court, so we're cool, right? <laughs> really? Jack, I haven't heard Jackson yell at anybody on a bike. He's too nice. He is. I, I think I told you and Sam this, but uh, there, are, there was someone who was kind of chirping at me a little bit, and it's like in those moments – that's when it'll come out you know if someone's chirping i'll chirp back that's i i i think i'm like a bear um (laughs) weird way to compare myself but i'll I'll only come out if you provoke it okay your dad doesn't need that he just does it (laughs) i'm the rooster yeah it's like fuck you I mean, I've got talents. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly right. I'm a, I'm a cock. Like they're also, yeah. Back to the like primal thing too. Like, isn't it just? I mean, Jackson can. That's like what you're talking about when you're pinned and on the red line. Like, and somebody is chirping at you. Like, man. Oh. 
I've lost it a few times because it's like, yeah, that filter's gone. See, you know? yeah, I just enter a ride, and you know, if somebody, point, you know, if somebody, somebody fucking points to a wheel like they want my my draft or something like that, and they'll point to them. And, you know, some people will just kind of laugh and not do anything. I'll look at you. I will verbally say "fuck off" or something like that. I will do that, and I don't know if I necessarily mean it, but I, it'll just come out of my face. I'll just be like "fuck you," and I'm like, God, thank God. As you're wearing all your pack filler. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Thank God yeah. I'm the sponsor. Oh, and by, by the by way, the listen way. to the show. Be sure to listen to the show. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. But, you know, say, you know, like half of a percent of the people who call into the show. See, I always play dumb. When somebody tries to squeeze in, and I'm, I'm kind enough, if I look, I can gain advantage, I'll let them in. Yeah. If not, if they're like somebody, like, like when you're going down the highway and you can see everybody has submerged in one lane. And you got that one dickhead oh. that takes it all away. I'm the guy who gets and, close and I just to the car there. in front of me, not yeah, letting the fucker in. No, yeah. don't make eye contact. Yeah. I don't make eye contact. And they start moving over. I just stick my elbow out and just keep them out. Really? And and not say anything. Just like, hmm, hmm, hmm. So you're passive aggressive. I'm aggressive. Yeah, you can okay. ask my wife. I understand. I'm passive I understand. aggressive. <laughs> ask your wife. <laughs> <laughs> Jackson, we won't make Maria answer that mm. one. What was the question? <laughs> if you're passive aggressive or just aggressive? Oh, I know I'm passive aggressive. Oh, yeah. okay. I, I know myself too well. All right, all right. Uh, one twenty-three. We got to end with some fun. Um, everybody ready for some some in, enjoyment time? Uh, this is brought to you by our friends at Scratch Labs. Thanks, Scratch Labs. New flavor grapes out. Um, there was something else that was new. A peach. rice. The rice? Oh, the rice cakes are really good. Those are and really you promised good. me some. Rice Krispie treats. Really? Yeah. I'll get you one here. I'll get you one. Wait, here. they sell like that wasn't passive aggressive. Like, it's like a rice krispie treat, but with brown rice and quinoa. Not quinoa. I fucking hate quinoa. Quinoa. Yeah, it's this. It's a yeah, yeah. chia seeds or something like that. It sounds bad, but it's honestly like I think I said earlier. It's like a a college uh, when people send you care packages of rice krispie treats. It's like that, but better for you and <laughs> tastes like you're an adult. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Scratchlabs.com, S-K-R-A-T-A-C-H, labs.com. I don't know if that was a slinging endorsement for them or not. But uh, I want to try one now. They're good. <laughs> yeah, they're really it. fucking good. Because I'm an adult now. Yeah, so. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Mentally. I yeah. mean, physically. physically. Um, so are you guys ready for a round of would you rather? Because I didn't want to do anything where you had mm-hmm. to chime in quickly because Jackson is is online. Handicapped. And we'd have to give him the gap. And he's right. passive aggressive. Yeah, too. and he's passive. <laughs> I'll just take the low points, you know, stuff like that. So, gentlemen. Number one, would you rather ride in the cold or ride in the super hot? Jackson Bulger. Easy, super hot. Super hot. Paul Super May. hot. Easy. Really? Sam. Super hot. I don't mind the cold. Mm-hmm. I don't mind the cold. I'd almost take the cold. Number two, would you race in a crit on a time trial bike or a fully suspended mountain bike? Jackson Bulger. <laughs> oh, a fully suspended mountain bike. Now TT bike. TT bike. TT bike from Sam. Yeah. It's risky, but yeah. it'll be fun. Yeah, yeah. What a challenge. <laughs> what a challenge. <laughs> I might full suspend the bike, mountain bike, too. Would you rather race a gravel race on a road bike or a mountain bike? I know what Paul's answer is going to be. Yeah, Jackson. so you can skip me. Jackson. Me? Uh, uh, mountain bike. Mountain bike. Paul, definitely yeah, road, road bike. Yeah. <laughs> road. Mm-hmm. Sam? Road bike. I'd do it on a mountain bike. Would you rather do a full weekend of track racing or a long-distance road overnighter? Track, easy. 
Paul. Oh yeah, Jack. Yeah. yeah. Sam. Hmm. Man. Well, talking to a guy who's going to yeah. be doing. Yeah, I know. I guess yeah. like road, but man, track is it may be track. Yeah. This is just a cruel event. It's I've really, it's though. really insane, man. Yeah. yeah I don't, whatever you did in your I past think, life, I you paid for it. Man. It borderline okay. stupid. Yeah. yeah it but is. anyway, that's oh, my opinion. Yeah. Yep. Jackson, track <laughs> racing or a long distance road overnighter? I think I do a long distance road overnighter. Me too. You're Me crazy. Too. Yep. Number five, would you rather ride 100 miles on a sandpaper chamois or in a full-face motorcycle helmet? <laughs> Jackson Bulger, full-face motorcycle helmet or a chamois made of sandpaper? 100 miles. Think of the with, neck. With, the- with, with enough chamois cream, I think you could make that bad boy smooth. <laughs> That's what I was going to say. How much Vaseline do I get? <laughs> I'm old enough that I had a real chamois and forgot to put cream on, so I know I can make the sandpaper thing. Do you ride yeah. chamois cream every time? No, on longer rides yeah, I do. I but, do too. But yeah. real chamois. Remember the goat skin? Yeah, yeah. I had also had the real. Oh, yeah, the real deal. I had the real deal. And if you wash those and you don't put the sorry, it's the like sandpaper. Cream, yeah, it's it. Well, hopefully you start getting some ball sweat to soften it up because otherwise, <laughs> yeah. Once you stop, you're screwed. Yeah, you know, starts drying out. Yeah, it's no good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Jackson, did you get to answer? You said the chamois, right? Yeah. Nobody would do a full-faced motorcycle helmet for 100 miles? Would you? No, that'd be fucking painful. That neck and back pain? Yeah, my neck would just be blown out. Oh, yeah. I got a roadie neck already. Yeah, Uh yeah. Uh, This one has to do with Sam's profession. Would you rather deal with a bad bar and stem position or a bad saddle position? Bar and stem for me. Bar and stem? Yeah. He already deals with a bad saddle. (laughs) 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 It was an easy one for you. Yeah, exactly. I already got one. Why two? Jackson, which of the two sins would you prefer? Oh, I've had had a bad saddle, um, and I'd much rather do a bar and stem. Sam? You neither. I would rather do a bad bar and stem. Really? Man, have you seen his saddle position? Like, <laughs> you cannot ride like that because it's so far. Like, it's the nose is so it's far so up. Far like, you but we've feel had that anything. discussion. I've been married for twenty six years. True. So that's like oh, one degree. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> every time is you get you brace the nose up. Yeah. There's I mean, no usage. For trees it. don't grow in the desert. Some, yeah, somewhere around that twenty six <laughs> degree mark that he's at now. Yeah. Like, you know, I think it's past fifteen. You lose feeling below the yeah, belt. Yeah, so. Okay. Don't and then know. I don't feel the pain in my legs. Exactly. There you go. I hate barn stem problems. Um, I might go bad saddle. I might go bad saddle. Wow. If a bike, a brand new bike of your choice was on the line, would you rather win with an asshole teammate or lose with a friend? This is so fucking after school special of a question. <laughs> If, if the bike of your dream? If, if if there's a bike on the line, if you win, you get the bike. Would you rather win with an asshole or lose with a friend? But it's a bike of your dreams. Yeah. yeah. Uh, You'd I, win with an asshole. Yeah. yeah. Do, I, do I have to talk to the guy again? Like, I, I mean, I, I never want it done. Part. Sure, yeah. Yeah, I'll, because uh, that's what I'm thinking. Exactly. I'm, like, I'm, this I'm guy's only done. an asshole. For, yeah, exactly. Well, I'm always an asshole, but yeah. I was thinking it's yeah. just one time. Yeah. yeah. Jackson? Yeah, I'd I'd win with I'd win with him because even if I have to talk to him again, I'm dropping that man immediately. This yeah. defines I got this, my, my new, new bike. bike. Yeah, yeah. 
This defines us all as materialistic just <laughs> yeah, pricks because absolutely. I'm the same way. Yeah. I'm the same way. Uh, would you rather race in sneakers or race in basketball shorts? Basketball, basketball shorts. shorts. Yeah. Basketball that, shorts. The, the yeah. airflow would be phenomenal. Uh, yeah. <laughs> the chafing would just be unbearable. <laughs> yeah. Jackson, you, you were basketball shorts? Yeah. I've raced in sneakers. I remember I went to uh, Friday night track at the Velodrome. <laughs> remember that story. And, and we drove all the way to Seattle, which for those of you who don't know, it's a five-hour drive back in the days when it was 55 miles an hour. And my dad drove 55. Uh, we got over there, and I realized I didn't bring my cycling shoes. And he says, you're racing. I raced a track on <laughs> in my sneakers. <laughs> I do want to say this. And I do want to say Did you beat Karsten this. that day? I do want to say this. <laughs> I have never lost on the track. Wow. Wow. I stopped when I was 15, <laughs> 16, but I have never lost on the track. Yeah. Even in your, in your I trainers? I won on the sneakers. Ah. Yeah, I won on the sneakers. That's nutty. I'm an amazing human being. <laughs> <laughs> Would you, Did you ra- hear that, Michelle? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> right, honey? <laughs> Would you rather run 10 kilometers to the start of every ride or drive 10 Two hours to the start of every ride. Easy. That's drive. You'd rather drive two hours to the start of every yeah, ride. Yeah, I'm not going to run anywhere. I wow. hate running. <laughs> Jackson, 10K run or two-hour drive? Two-hour drive. I feel like that's so much easier. <laughs> really? Wow. Yeah. Sam? God, that's a good question. You guys are triathletes. No. Well, no, it's just like <laughs> I'm thinking I could get an exercise in, you know, and give the other people a chance. Oh. Like, no. Wow. wow. Just kidding. Yeah. No. I He's mean, on I his do. third beer. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, I do hate running passionately, so I would yeah. drive. Yeah. I would run. I would mm-hmm. run 10K. I would do it because that's a lot of time. That's two hours, man. And that's that. What makes me think about some people who who are unfortunate and live in big cities where they mm-hmm. have to drive like all those distances to get mm-hmm. to a bike ride. You poor, poor sons of bitches. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. Okay. This is this is a very serious. Would you rather? And 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 Jackson, I don't know if it applies to you, but would you rather give up coffee or give up beer? Jackson, I'll let you answer first to give these guys time. Beer. <laughs> I have a Coke currently. He does. An empty Coke. Yeah. Can you come back? Beer? I I would give up beer. I'd give up beer. Really? Because I think you can give, like, flavored beer into, like, coffee somehow. I would go down that road. (laughs) So you pour vodka in your coffee or something No, I'd just switch over to wine. Oh, okay. 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 I I wouldn't lose coffee. Coffee is a crucial part of my regimen. I am bourbon boy now, apparently. Yes, you are. I did say that on my Strava. You're like, full bottle of bourbon, and you're still riding. Jesus Christ. Uh, So before we finish up, Sam, talk to me about Ambassador. Talk to me about what this is and what what you got going on. Yeah, no, thank you. Uh, So... Ambassador Cycling is just something that I started up. I mean, really, I guess it started up a year ago. And um, the whole point of it, pick the name because I believe in being an ambassador of the sport. I think being on two wheels is the best way to be. Um, And, yeah, I do bike fits based out of Tailwind Physical Therapy. So I've now combined being a mechanic um, at a shop for six years to having a degree in kinesiology and being a physical therapist assistant. So combining all those trades into doing bike fits. And so I can either 
adjust the bike to work the best for you, or I can, you know, make it so your bike or your body works a little bit better for the bike. Cause I mean, it's both ways, right? Like, you know, Paul has more issues with needing to, you know, work on muscles, of the lateral hip. Sure. Uh, some people need to do more bike, you know, adjustments. So I can do all of that. Uh, is this something that has to be an in-person kind of a thing? That's a really good question. So I've just now started dabbling. I have a few friends that are over in Europe, and so I've done telefits. Really? Actually, so setting up a camera and um, doing, like, they do it from a side shot and then front shot, and I can actually tell them, you know, because you can throw a goniometer, uh, how you measure the angles, up on the... You just made that word up. Yeah, I did. Okay. Yeah. Um, <laughs> up on... <laughs> Because it didn't sound real. Yeah. Fucking cool. <laughs> yeah, it was, man. Yeah. Got a Webster. <laughs> <laughs> and you can, you know, do that. But my, I think my next goals with Ambassador Cycling would be to grow into doing, you know, like helping people pick a bike. So if wow. you want to, you know, like, yeah, I know I want to get into the road scene, gravel scene. We can see what works best for you uh, and then direct you to what bikes would work best. And you can go pick that out. Hopefully your local bike shop. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. And then beyond that, uh, there's probably, I mean, who knows, maybe I would, uh, do more custom stuff in the future. Um, working with like, uh, elephant bikes, you know, like that sure. type of stuff yeah. where I do mm -hmm. more sizing and then yep. relay the numbers over. Oh, wow. Yeah. So a lost art too. uh, the, the custom bike, when you're talking about, you go to a shop and it's small, medium, large, or extra large. You're like, well, really? Yeah. And it's just, yeah, when they, when, man, a bike fits, like, it just disappears underneath you. Mm -hmm. And I think I first had that experience in college, and I was like, this is game-changing. Like, sitting on a bike doesn't have to hurt, you know? Yeah. And so it's like any pain. People ask me all the time, like, oh, well, my foot hurts or my hands go numb. This and that. It's like, I guarantee you, like, that's bike-related. If you're getting on the bike, you don't have the problems in your just day-to-day -day life, it's bike-related. Yeah. We can fix mm -hmm. that. Wow. So, yeah. yep. So uh, tell me, uh, for the average Joe who's listening to this, who goes, wait, well, okay, where, when, how, how do I find it? Yeah. How do I get it? So if you look up, I mean, since it is new, I have a website up now, ambassadorcycling.com. Okay. Uh, we have an Instagram, and uh, but you can call Tailwind Physical Therapy in Spokane, and uh, they'll get you on my schedule. Um, but you can either reach out through the website. All that is directed to me, so website cool. or going through Tailwind. And uh, we'll get you scheduled for a fit. Hot damn. That's uh, all assuming you make it back from the run. Yeah, <laughs> that is assuming. There may not be yeah. a t an ambassador cycling, yeah. you know, bike fit company. You might be charged for month. cannibalism. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah I, I keep thinking of Grizzly Man, the Warner Herzog movie, you know, where he's just like uh, listening to the one audio. One of the best directors in Listening the world. to the audio of, the, of, the, of, of your guys' like third day into the race. And he's like, oh, oh I hear screaming. <laughs> Oh, this was horrible. You should not keep these tapes. You should burn these tapes. <laughs> and that's what's going to be the audio. You guys eat the cameraman who's going with you. And he's like, don't release this video. Yeah, it's going it to be horrible. It's going to be something. I mean, I'm really <laughs> excited like, to see like where this goes. All those like gone racing videos I've been watching. Mm -hmm. And Lachlan goes into some like yeah. dark places. Yeah, yeah he does. Yeah. <laughs> like American Flyers meets Alive. Yes. Where the Brazilian soccer team eats themselves. <laughs> Brazilian or were they Chilean? It was Chilean Andes and it was Brazilian soccer team. Yeah. I think so. I read the book in like grade school. So. <laughs> 
and I didn't really read it. I'm not yeah. going to lie. But uh, so there we go. Um, so the, uh, cool, man. Thanks for that. Uh, hey, everybody. Uh, be sure and tune in. Be sure to keep up with the podcast. Tell a friend. Rate us on iTunes. Keep the rubber side down. Keep your points going in terms of what's happening with the Giro because I'm not going to tabulate them for you. And if you win, you get swag. You get stuff that we send to you. Um, once again, as usual, Paul Main, thank you thank for being you. here. Thank you. Jackson Bolger, thank you for being there in Portland. Sorry about the scratch bike behind your head. It's still beautiful and rides like a dream. That's what they all say. Uh, Sam, thanks for coming, man. And uh, definitely got to have you on more often, right? Yeah, thank you very much. It's always good to be here. All right, boys and girls. Um, I guess that's it. Hour 38 into a podcast that originally started out to be an hour. Um, Hope you stuck with us. Catch you next time. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.